0: European Hearts Journal issue at a glance, volume 39, issue 4, focus issue on imaging by editor in chief Professor Thomas Lucia. Frontiers in cardiac imaging, diagnostic and prognostic validity and safety. The heart is a hidden organ and was not accessible for clinicians until the discovery of the stethoscope by René Lennec in 1821. Thereafter, there was little progress until the discovery of radiation by Wilhelm Röntgen in 1898 and its application for chest x-rays and, later, angiography. In the 1970s, echocardiography was developed, followed by Magnetic Resonance Imaging, or MRI, and Computed Tomography, or CT. These imaging tools have revolutionised the diagnosis of cardiac conditions, and without them, most cardiac procedures and interventions, as for instance transaortic valve implantation most recently, would not be possible. In the year in cardiology 2017 imaging, Jeroen Bax from the Leiden University Medical Center in the Netherlands and colleagues review the most recent progress of the field in 2017. A selection of the most relevant articles on non-invasive cardiovascular imaging, including echocardiography, cardiac CT and MRI, nuclear imaging and fusion imaging, are presented. Some, but not all, imaging modalities require the use of radiation. Because of the potential harm involved in using radiation, dose reduction has been a major issue. In a current opinion entitled Strategies for Radiation Dose Reduction in Nuclear Cardiology and Cardiac Computed Tomography Imaging, a report from the European Association of Cardiovascular Imaging, or EACVI, the Cardiovascular Committee of the European Association of Nuclear Medicine, or EANM, and the European Society of Cardiovascular Radiology, or ESCR. Alessia Gimelli and colleagues from the Fondazione Toscana Gabriele Monasterio in Pisa, Italy, remind us that radionuclide myocardial perfusion imaging, and particularly CT, play an increasing role in the diagnosis and prognosis of patients with heart disease but require ionising radiation. Novel imaging technologies and protocols have become available that allow for a reduction in radiation exposure while maintaining diagnostic accuracy. Nuclear scans and cardiac CT require appropriate patient selection, patient-centered protocols for novel and traditional scanners, and adoption of laboratory practices to reduce lifetime radiation exposure of patients and medical staff alike. The necessary knowledge is, however, spread across medical professions. Therefore, a close collaboration between the European Association of Cardiovascular Imaging, or EACVI, the European Association of Nuclear Medicine, or EANM, and the European Society of Cardiovascular Radiology, or ESCR, is mandatory. The authors summarise recent developments in hardware and imaging protocols that allow for a significant reduction in radiation exposure while maintaining diagnostic accuracy. It is not only imaging modalities that require radiation that have raised concerns about safety, but surprisingly cardiac MRI has also been suspected to alter DNA integrity. Thus, in their manuscript, The Impact of 1.5 T Cardiac Magnetic Resonance on Human Circulating Leukocytes, William R. Critchley and colleagues from the University of Manchester in the UK further investigated the effects of 1.5 Tesla MRI on leukocyte DNA integrity, cell counts and function in vitro, and in patients in vivo. To that end, Mononuclear cells were isolated from healthy volunteers and histone H2AX phosphorylation expression, leukocyte counts, and functional parameters were quantified using flow cytometry either immediately following cell isolation, then after standing on the bench as control, and finally after an MRI. In vitro cell integrity and function did not change with MRI, However, there was a reduction in circulating T-cells in vivo. Thus, 1.5 tesla MRI scans are not associated with DNA damage. Histone H2AX phosphorylation expression varied markedly between individuals, therefore small studies should be interpreted with caution. Furthermore, MRI was not associated with loss of leukocyte viability or function in vitro. These findings are in contrast to previous work, and hence Mark A. Hill from the University of Oxford in the UK discusses in his balanced editorial the relevance of these findings. Besides OCT and IVUS, there are new intracoronary imaging modalities such as near-infrared spectroscopy, or NIRS, able to quantify cholesterol within coronary arteries by the so-called lipid core burden index. In their fast-track, near-infrared spectroscopy-derived lipid core burden index predicts adverse cardiovascular outcome in patients with coronary artery disease during long-term follow-up, Martin Ackerhus and colleagues from the Erasmus Medical Centre in Rotterdam, the Netherlands, studied NIRS in patients with coronary artery disease for adverse cardiovascular outcome in a non-culprit artery of 117 patients with acute coronary syndromes and 158 with stable angina. During four years, 29% of patients had major adverse events. A lipid core burden index above the median was associated with 2.1-fold higher incidence of major adverse cardiac events compared to one below the median. Thus, NIRS-derived lipid core burden index is associated with adverse cardiac outcome in coronary artery disease independent of clinical risk factors and plaque burden. These intriguing findings are put into clinical context in a comprehensive editorial by Alessio Matassini from AOU Careggi in Florence, Italy. Cardiac allograft vasculopathy is a leading cause of death in orthotopic heart transplant survivors. As these patients commonly do not experience angina, effective non-invasive imaging is required. In their paper, Diagnostic and Prognostic Value of Myocardial Blood Flow Quantification as Non-Invasive Indicator of Cardiac Allograft Vasculopathy, Marcelo F. DiCali and colleagues from the Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, Massachusetts, USA, investigated the added diagnostic and prognostic value of myocardial blood flow to standard myocardial perfusion imaging with positron emission tomography, or PET, in 94 patients, followed for 2.3 years. Sensitivity, specificity, positive and negative predictive value of semi-quantitative PET perfusion for detecting moderate to severe allograft vasculopathy were 83%, 82%, 50%, and 96% respectively. The specificity and positive predictor values improved to 93% and 71% respectively when left ventricular ejection fraction and stress myocardial blood flow were added. As a result, the annualised event rate was 5%, 9% and 25% in patients with normal, mildly and moderate to severely abnormal PET allograft vasculopathy respectively. Thus, multiparametric PET, including quantification of myocardial blood flow, provides improved detection and gradation of cardiac allograft vasculopathy severity over standard myocardial perfusion assessment and is predictive of major adverse events. These clinically relevant findings are put into perspective in an editorial by Paolo G. Camici, from the Vita Salute University and Scientific Institute San Raffaele in Milan, Italy. The editors hope that this issue of the European Hearts Journal will find the interest of its readers.